Startup stats and business facts we should all pay attention to, even if you're not an entrepreneur. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm your humble host, Eric Powers with Sky Blue Wealth. I appreciate you tuning into another episode where we will talk about personal finance and planning for retirement. We have a great show in store for you today. We're gonna go over a ton of interesting business stats and facts from startup to traditional businesses. Now, startups have been in the news this year with the Silicon Valley bank collapse. This bank had many, many customers in the startup space, maybe too many. Since a lot of tech startups tend to aim for unicorn status, a privately held startup with a valuation over a billion dollars and swinging for the fences can lead to burning through tons of investor cash. Anyway, I know a lot of you run businesses or manage businesses, while others plan to start a business at some point. Anyway, I know a lot of you run businesses or manage businesses, while others plan to start a business at some point. So these stats and facts will be helpful towards seeing the business landscape of 2023 and even provide some guidance on some of your business decisions, even investing decisions perhaps. Now, please tap on the follow button to subscribe to the show if you haven't done so already, to join our other regular listeners. And thank you to all who subscribe, by the way. So a basic definition of a startup is a company that's in the initial stages of business. It doesn't have to be a technology business, but with so many tech startups in Silicon Valley, these type of startups get the most press nowadays. So let's look at three key stats right off the bat, and we'll leave links to the full statistical report in the show notes for you. The Small Business Administration states that across all industries, startup businesses have roughly the same failure rate. Good to know that a woman starting a therapy practice has the same odds of success as a guy creating an iPhone app or a couple starting an Airbnb side hustle. Next, stats show the number one reason a new business fails is running out of cash, then failing to raise more capital. And that source is store.org, which states 82% of small businesses fail due to cash flow problems. I'll list the other top reasons for business failures coming up in a minute. The third key stat I have for you today is founders of a previously successful business had a 30% higher chance of success with their next business venture. That makes sense, right? How many head coaches have you seen fail with their first team only to go on to greatness with their second team? Bill Belichick lost tons of games as the Browns coach until he finally got it together with the Patriots. Success is a process a slow and painful one oftentimes. Now let's not gloss over the math. If 30% of experienced founders have better odds of future success, then what about the remaining 70%? Back to the football analogy, you can also name countless head coaches who failed to find success at three or four teams later. How about funding new startup businesses? Notorious gangster John Dillinger would advise using banks to fund your future ventures, but seriously, Depending on the size of the founder's dreams, the seed capital can come from savings, loans, from family and friends, or small business loans. The SBA Small Business Administration microloan average is $13,000, while the maximum loan it offers is $50,000. But guess what? The SBA's most common type is a 7A loan. And the maximum loan amount for a 7A loan is $5 million. Yet there's no rules that you have to take a loan of any kind to start a business. Modern entrepreneurs will often bootstrap their idea and grow it slowly, and many hire no employees at all. The idea there is to earn good revenues while maintaining more freedom and avoiding the stress of a giant business. Another interesting tidbit on startups that goes back to experience. 
A 2018 study showed that a 60-year-old is three times as likely to build a successful startup versus a 30-year-old. It doesn't mean the older person has a higher IQ or is naturally gifted at running a business. It's just the wisdom that comes with years. Often that's the only way wisdom arrives. No shortcuts or hacks can make up for going through experiences. Back to the football comparison. Coach Belichick had a ton of experiences as a, as a defensive coordinator, even won two Super Bowls as the defensive coordinator. In fact, his defensive game plan versus the Bills sits in the Hall of Fame. So even though his head coaching gig with the Browns didn't work out, his defense was still top-notch. He had to learn to excel at the other aspects of the game, and it took years. For young people, take heart. You have something that's invaluable when it comes to a startup, too. It's passion. Harvard Business Review found that experience alone does not make a business successful. Soft skills such as entrepreneurial passion and shared strategic vision are impactful as well. Okay, moving on to the next fact. One study showed that the ratio of men entrepreneurs to women entrepreneurs in 2019 was 10 to 7. Yet a 2023 study by Guidant revealed that only 27% of the U.S. small business owners are women. Globally, now this is intriguing, a service found this. 71% of women entrepreneurs start a business to make a difference. Only 63% of men start a business for that same reason. Male or female founders could possibly increase their odds of success by not going it alone. The pack thrives and the lone wolf dies for you Game of Thrones fans. You see, two founders increase the odds of a startup success with 30% more investment, three times the customer growth rate, and a higher likelihood the startup will not scale too fast. Two heads are better than one. At least that appears to be the case with these impressive figures. However, you likely know a few businesses that had difficulty with partners butting heads too often. Partnerships can be difficult. And if there's a marriage joke in here, I'm not gonna touch it, but it can relate to business as well. Now, if you're considering starting a business, regardless of the industry, and you're gonna need employees, check this out. Startup owners can spend around 40% of their working hours on tasks that do not generate income, such as hiring, human resource stuff, and payroll. LinkedIn reports administrative tasks take up to 16 hours per week, every week. Many new business owners don't realize this until they're in the trenches of entrepreneurship and then wonder why they're working 80 hours a week. It can be a grind and lead to a lot of frustration, exhaustion, and burnout, especially with a truly innovative idea. And why is that? Because you're learning on the fly new ideas, even if brilliant, can be hard to explain to a customer base that has never seen the concept before. And that's why many business gurus advise starting a business that is not innovative. A guy I used to read in Inc. Magazine, wish I could still recall his name, but anyway, he was a grizzly veteran of several businesses. His guiding principle was that a business without any competition is a terrible idea. Otherwise, wouldn't somebody have already started it? And I know we could probably go both ways on that. But he believed in innovation, but in terms of making an existing business idea or structure much better. And this would reap the most profits and the safer investment. Really, just common sense when you think about it, and it's sound startup advice. Would it be cool to invent something like Instagram? Yes. But what are the odds of that compared to opening a cafe that focuses on being great at what the other local cafes are not doing? Anyway, Instagram is just an online photo album. How it got so popular, I'll just never understand. 
On that note though, let's look at stats specific to online businesses. This from a 2022 Forbes report. This first one is surprising. Nearly one out of every three businesses don't have a website. Of those that don't, the owners say that they use social media accounts for their online presence. Over three quarters of shoppers visit a business's website before visiting their physical location. Good information for those of you running a local type business, even if you don't put a ton of time into the website, think of a website as the first impression for your business. And consider how many customers you never get because you made no impression online at all. Just something to consider. Okay, this last stat needs to be taken with a grain of salt. Over 25% of business is conducted online. This figure came from 2021 when the pandemic moved so much online. But reports I'm reading lately show that people have shifted more of their shopping back to physical locations. And that's natural, right? With the pandemic being over. Not to say we're trending back to the 1990s, no. It's just more of a leveling out process. Now I had promised to get back to the other reasons that startups fail. I noted the number one reason was being unable to continue a business due to running out of cash and not being able to find more funding. So the number two reason for startup failure, and this is according to that CB Insights report, is no market need. In other words, the startup could not find enough customers to generate revenue needed to keep the doors open, much less make a profit. This goes back to startup founders being too innovative for their own good sometimes. These next failure factors rank third and fourth. First, they got beaten out by the competition. At number four was a flawed business model. And yes, that one is a bit vague and subject to interpretation. Next factor was regulatory or legal challenges. This rarely happens to a small type business, but the more you grow, the more rules you'll face, not to mention more lawsuit happy people. Next on the list is pricing or cost issues causing business to fail. Then you have the problem of not having the right team in place. Again, up for interpretation on that one. Near the bottom of the most common failure factors goes like this. The product was mistimed, the product was deemed poor, then disharmony among the team or the investors. And the very last two, the least common factors listed were a pivot gone bad, and lastly, burnout or lack of passion. Just an FYI, those reasons were gleaned from a survey of startup founders who had failed businesses. So their perspective played an obvious role in the statistical results. Yet the top three factors are no-brainers. You run out of money, the business collapses. Same thing when there's no market for what you build and when the competition is simply better or more ruthless in some cases, I guess. Okay, guys, all of those startup and business facts and stats give you a lot to chew on. So instead of recapping those numbers, check out our show notes for the stat sources and a deeper dive. And I'll wrap with some of the startup information that is not on your radar. But real quick, whether you're opening a business, managing one, or you're an employee, stay on top of your financial planning. Just like there are factors that cause businesses to fail, there are factors that cause personal financial failures too. And for many entrepreneur business owners, business is very personal and in the early years is directly connected to their personal finance. So schedule a time with me to review your financial planning to avoid factors that can cause big problems for you and or your partner. My contact information is in the show notes, so please contact me today if you've got a question. And here's that startup info that most people don't think about. The U.S. gets most of the startup coverage, yet don't overlook other country startups. Lots of data there that can help you with your business or keep up with trends or broaden your perspective. On that note, I dug up these three statistics concerning India's startups. First, 
India had one of the second highest numbers of unicorns in the Asia-Pacific region. Second, in 2022, about 19,000 startups were recognized by India's Department for Promotion of Industry and Internal Trade. And lastly, the lion's share of India's startups were enterprise technology followed by health and then education. With that, let's call it a wrap. Please leave a review for the show on Spotify or Apple and get in touch with me if you need any financial guidance. I look forward to talking to you very soon and have a fantastic rest of your day. Thanks for listening, everybody. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.